Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. And we're in. Double Deuce. This is episode 300 and... 20, 30, 30, 40, 50, 40, 30, 4, 5, 6, episode 237, episode 238, 239. You lost the hundreds in the middle of your guessing. Uh, you had it, but you dropped down to 200 three, when you three, had three, it. 339, 338, 337. There you go. 337. Cool. Special <laughs> guest today, Todd Soden. Hi, Todd. Hey, it's great to be here. Uh, I can tell. <laughs> It's yeah. going to be a great show. It's already got that energy that's really yeah. fucking flowing. Um, and uh, and that's a good thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's very excited to have you here. Tonight. Well, thanks, man. I'm glad to be here for your, apparently, it's probably going to be your best episode. Yeah, I, I, absolutely. 337 is a magical number. I don't know what yeah. the best episode is. If you were to ask me best episode, I don't know. Oh, I, I remember there's there's notable episodes. You know, you we could the best we one? could go to the listeners on this. What's what's our best episode? Yeah, all uh, right. Let us know at hashtag Double Deuce Best Episode. How about, how about DD Best Episode? DD Best Episode. Let's give them give them some room to to put other stuff in the tweet. Wow, wow, that seemed like kind of thinly veiled criticism. No, no, I'm just saying, like, yeah, help the people out. Let they got to talk about their their favorite, the best episode. Give them, give them every every fucking letter counts. I don't know how they're going to be able to tell. <laughs> like, jog my memory. I don't remember most of these episodes. You can't just be like that one with that thing. I'll be like, I don't know what that well, was. Well, first of all, first of all, I already oh. told you this is the best exactly episode. right. But, but I want to know which one is it dethroning. Oh, I feel uh. like we gotta we gotta understand like where what was the what was the old best episode. I'm gonna throw all in a bone. Okay, any one of his. Dozen episodes he's been on. I just want to let you know if there. you throw Abed a bone, I'm not sure what state that bone's going to come back in. <laughs> I'm just saying that for the record. Yeah, and he might need help with that bone. I'm just saying test that bone when you get back. <laughs> <laughs> Take that bone and yeah. have it tested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Right, but he's got a bone up. guy. He can get you a bone. <laughs> <laughs> he, he is. You need a bone? Talk to Amon. Yeah. yeah. Well, now that Jeff Graves is out of town, <laughs> I guess that's who you would talk to. Um, yeah, Jeremy Amon, friend of the podcast. <laughs> uh, he, he was on, was it last two episodes? Uh, no. Oh, my God. A couple before that. I still haven't recovered. The last two was yeah. just you and me, but I think yeah. the two before that was him. I don't Once know. Once again, I don't remember the it episode. It was probably the second best episode yeah. now that we're on the best episode. Here's the thing. I, if there's a if there's a Rushmore episodes, one of, one of those heads, that's that's Amon. Like he's got of all the Amon episodes, one of those is on the is in the top four. See, I, I went to the movie Rushmore and, yeah. and you were talking about Mount Rushmore. No, I was I was sorry. That's that that that's yeah, no. Sorry. All right, well great. Already, Todd gets it. (laughs) This is how it goes. So, um, Todd, uh, what is going on? What the fuck is happening with you? What What are you doing with your life? Well, I live with this great gal. Okay, she's got two kids, and and you've got a kid now too. I have a kid now too. Yeah, Yeah. he's sometimes on the podcast, like swearing. He he's at the end of every podcast. Yes. Not swearing, just saying goodbye. But you, but you, you double up. You've got two. I, and they're, I mean, I don't know about your kid, but these kids are like 
part-time comedians, part-time assholes, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so I hope the same thing's going on with you. Very much a multi-class situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah a little bit of both, a little bit yeah. of comedy, a little bit of comedy. Um, <laughs> um, what? what? <laughs> I mean, you're like assholes this tall now. Pretty soon he'll be about that. Tall yeah. How? Asshole. So how? How about yours? What are the ages? Uh, uh, Ten and twelve. Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's a little bit older. That's. That's a little bit up there, um, and I, I can only imagine it gets uh, a lot more difficult, like geometrically <laughs> difficult. You're at least coasting into that time period where they can start doing enough for themselves that it's almost yeah. Done. I mean that that's great. I mean you can you You're know like go do it, go do it yourself. You know how? Like here's a bag of chips. Yeah, like there's dinner. You know, right, right. And you're good to go. <laughs> Handle your business. You know what the kitchen is. Yeah, you know how to use the microwave. Yeah. <laughs> no, actually, I should take that back. I've been actually teaching them how to cook. And uh, they really have taken to it. It's been amazing. And they eat. Mm. So remember that in the future. You know. Yeah. Cook rice. Peel potatoes. You know what I mean? Suddenly they're just like little sous chefs in the in the kitchen with you, yeah. and then suddenly they care about eating. I <laughs> you still, know? if I let him run around the kitchen, there's still a twenty percent chance I'm going to get stabbed. Yeah. Oh. So. <laughs> yeah, uh, the youngest one was trying to cut bread the other day. Also, he's naked a lot. Sorry, yeah. your son. Oh, that's so I feel just, like that's yeah. not sanitary in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's probably as sanitary. It's probably as sanitary. It's all right. This kid, the youngest one. I feel like you gotta at least you gotta like wrap it up. You gotta under, <laughs> underwear minimum for a kitchen. Well, probably. I, didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, that's. Mean, I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, maybe, first of all, Nelson, maybe, maybe, how often have you maybe, put naked maybe in your I'm in your crazy, but I feel like if you want to work in a kitchen, you got to wear underwear and closed-toed <laughs> shoes. Yeah. <laughs> and nothing else. Yes. <laughs> and then tonight when he's naked cooking up his wrong. Oh, noodles. he always is. They, they don't call it. The, it was weird living with him for a while. He'd be like, oh, hey, what are we having? But I was wearing underwear and closed toed shoes. <laughs> and <cool>. nothing else. <laughs> um. Wow, I feel like the naked eating got us off track. Sorry, uh, you were talking about children who are sometimes assholes. Oh yeah, so you so you, you got got two in the ten or twelve, yeah. well at a level like advanced stage. Um, they got the best jokes. Intermediate. Yeah, you want to you want to hear a twelve year old joke? I I'd love to hear a twelve year old joke. All right, why did the chicken cross the road? Why did the chicken cross the road? To go visit the idiot. Okay. <laughs> right? Right. So here's another one. Knock, yeah. knock. Who's there? The chicken. The chicken who? That's it. You're the idiot. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. Wow, that's a multi-part it's joke. It's a multi. It's a great one. Uh, I love that. I love that. I'm going to use that. I'm going to use that. Actually, Ollie would absolutely adore that joke. Yeah. That would be totally right up his alley. Okay. Write that joke down, <laughs> Nelson. So I man, can I'm already taking notes. I know you're the <laughs> note taker. Um, so so Todd, uh, now a, a lot of our uh, audience. Well, I say a lot of our audience. One guy is in England, and we're teaching him about like the the customs of of Lawrence. And you come from the time honored tradition of uh, service employees in downtown Lawrence <laughs> restaurants. Yeah. Because uh, you, you, you've been at the Greek off and on for a long time, right? Yeah. And, you know, stay in school, kids. Just stay in school. <laughs> um, yeah. The Mad Greek, uh, probably, I did a 13-year stint 
And now I think I've been back another four years after taking like 13 years off. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. But I love it. I love being downtown again. You know? now, now, did you ever have, because there's a long and venerable line of people who woke up um, and, and dragged him to work because he was too hung, hung over. Did you, did you ever do that? Or was, uh, was that? Uh, I, I, you know, maybe George did that. That seems like a George thing to do. All right. Yeah. Like, I remember one time Matt Needham got a, was it a DUI? He got arrested for something. And George went and bailed him out the next morning and took him straight to work because he had to open. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, I mean, that's just kind of like what George would do. And I'm, right. I'm sure that, like, he probably dragged Allman out of bed mm. one or two times to get him into work. I mean, Allman, I mean, he's on. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. I mean, you, he can't be relied on to go to work excessively in the morning. He's a, he's an, and I can't believe he's doing fucking. Hey, here, here's the thing. Uh, I think he has successfully uh, changed his ways to some extent. We'll get him back on the podcast to defend himself uh, <laughs> against these charges that I I, I set yeah. you up to uh, you know to, yeah. to lay on him. Um, but, but yeah, he you really he, did. You really I, I did. I did. I did. I threw you under the bus there. Um, but uh, or the food truck, uh, <laughs> however you prefer it. Um, but he, uh, yeah, no, he he would tell me about like Psycho J apparently from way back in the day. Oh yeah, Psycho. I bet would, would, would get him out of bed and, and yeah. drag it. And I just didn't know if, if you'd had. That, I never that had to do that, but one night on the way to the bars, I did have to drop him off at the Mad Greek for a minute because he had whatever job he'd been working was over and he needed to go in to see if he could get some shifts in the kitchen there, which the answer was apparently yes. And so he's like, cool, let's go get some beers. I've got a job like that. <laughs> yeah. I, I'll, God. Yeah. I, I love the Mad Greek Alley. I love him working right behind me at Wheatfields. You know, I don't run into him as much as I probably should. I see him, yeah. but, you know, I just don't go and talk to him because, you know, he's looking like he's getting his ass kicked and I'm about to go get my ass kicked. And, uh, but it's hard to time out that, like, we're both at a low point break yeah. where we can both be. Yeah, but, you know, like I said, downtown's great, man. During that whole NCAA tournament run, that KU run, I mean, it's just, it's just madness down there, man. Mm. I mean, I missed it. You know, it's fucking, it's fantastic. All the people, you know, filling up your planters with beer bottles. Seriously, like, Amon and I went down and we took uh, took a case of, I, I bought a case of Tall Boys. We still had about eight left in the, in the 12 pack, so we took those down and, like, stuffed our pockets. And, you know, he had a, he had a bag with the rest of them. And uh, we, we literally stopped, like, in the alley behind... Uh, fucking uh, what used to be Browns, like Eighth Street Alley. Uh, yeah. We start to stop there. And we're like, okay, this is where we're gonna meet if anybody gets lost, and then walk down onto Eighth <laughs> and Mass. And, and I was gone. stopped at a planter to take a photo with some folks, and he was gone. And yeah. I, I fucking I couldn't find him. Well, find him. I always <laughs> seem to meet him up by the replay, and so I always go to the replay to to run into Almond, and I never mm. saw him. Because apparently he was following you around by the tap room and shit. Yeah, but then he went down. Yeah, he went. The, I guess he went into the tap room and then he went somewhere else and met up with somebody else. And, yeah, you know, I don't know. Apparently, 
got in the car with a bunch of people, and he's like, they're like, you're really drunk, and he's like, I'm not drunk, you're giving me a ride home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, that, that is a common story. Jeremy gets in a car with a bunch of people yeah. <laughs> that he probably doesn't By the know. end, uh, he said that they thought he was cool. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like he's always making friends and making connections. Meanwhile, I'm going wandering around going, hey, has anybody seen a drunk white guy about my age? And they're all like, you're going to need to be a little more specific, man. Yeah. You need to be a little more specific. Do do you ever get Almond to play D&D? No, he won't do it. He won't do it. Why won't he fucking do it? Because he's fucking too good for role-playing. I don't know. I don't know. Really? Yeah, he just has never... You know, we were playing board games for a long time, and I got him over to play a couple sessions of some board games. And he was good, you know, but, you know... I just thought he would be a natural at D and D. I think he would love it, game. but I also think that that you know the the idea that it, I, I do think with Almond he'd have to give up a measure of being in charge of shit to play a game like that, and he might not like that. I don't know. Yeah. Also, he probably has a deep seated like some of those like those Riverton uh, Hick vibes coming yeah. through, and he's like, "I'm playing no fancy Dungeons yeah, those, and Dragons <laughs> game like some nerd, fruity, fruity. Yeah, yeah." How many games you got going right now? Oh, Jesus. Uh, down to four, I think, at, this, at the moment. You, Nelson? Yeah. Um, how many? I'm playing your game. I'm playing the game I'm running. I'm playing uh, Sky's game. I got and then that's five. It. Actually, I got three. I got five, but one of them is also, like, a night that alternates two games. And then there's actually, like... Technically, like, a couple side games that had popped up that are just, like, sitting there to be able to... Aren't regular games, but, like, are built games that could be yeah. played at, at any point. It's I so got, many games. Yeah. I got two games, and I got a pop-up game. Yeah. You know, but I haven't played that pop-up game I played last week, and it had been months since we had played it, but... Yeah, I feel like those ones are really good for the winter when it's just, like, you can't really do anything. Do anything mm-hmm. first. Yeah. I'm looking forward to starting to play it person i know you know some of my games are i've got people from other places so can't really play it in person. that's the problem but, right yeah. now that's you know that fucking pandemic i mean we started connecting with all our friends in, you know washington and chicago and austin and so now all our fucking games are all <laughs> everybody all over the like, country yeah, right but yeah yeah. So you got the in-person games and the online games. Well, we don't even have an in-person game because all both of my games have people from other parts of the country in them. So to be fair, even our even the in-person games I'm in will bounce between online or not because we we haven't quite gotten to that like uh, the weather's quite nice enough for us to be able to like garage and backyard it. Yeah. Just yet, and so sometimes or sometimes it, yeah, it's like it's raining. Let's just do it online tonight. Yeah. Sometime, every now and then, it's like, this is easy. You kind of fall into that easy habit. Yeah, I got a great Monday night game, but our, and everybody's here in town except for the DM. Mm. And so we're thinking about maybe setting up some kind of conference call or something like that. Mm, yeah. It that way, but I don't think he's going to like that either, you know, as being the one dude. Yeah. The trick is it like if anyone is like just chatting beyond yeah. the like what's going on, then, then it's hard for so every now and then you like yeah. lose the connectivity to be able to be like, hey, 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 it's yeah. a DM, which you have to do sometimes. That is kind of the nice thing about Zoom though and D and D is no one can talk over each other. Yeah, you know? so <laughs> right. it does. 
it does lend a maybe better gameplay. I don't fucking know, but that's. You I feel like it's like more it's more direct secondhand conversations that yeah. are going on for like twenty yeah. minutes. It's more direct, but I feel like you lose a little bit of the like the the atmosphere. Yeah, not being able. I'll tell you what I need to get going again is our kids D and D game. That game, I mean, fuck. You ever played? You ever ran a game for little kids? I ran a game for my niece one time, and she was not little, little, but she's like eight, and it was a lot of fun. It's it's fucking brutal, dude. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you literally just go, all right, there's an owlbear walking down the street, and the next thing you know, they've got that thing ripped to shreds, and, want to, <laughs> and they want to harvest the body parts and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. And you're just like, yeah. all right. So yeah. that's done. Yeah. Now a lizard guy's walking down the street. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that's it's hilarious. <laughs> I, I, I read a book uh, about 10 years ago about the Siberian gulags, and uh, it was by Annie Applebaum, and she's like talking about how the most brutal gulags were like the children's cabins where it was just kids, and they were on their own, and it was like, Total Lord of the Fly shit, and mm. they're like adults wouldn't go near it because it was so <laughs> fucking dangerous. Because they would yeah. just rip each other apart, just like that. Yeah. So that tracks. That yeah. tracks. Yeah. Kids are awful. Yeah, 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 and they never stop rolling dice. You know, so that's good. Yeah. That's good and loud all the time, and they're always screaming, and they always they all have the best idea. Every single one of them, mm-hmm. and they're screaming it at you at the same time. You know, and it's like, I remember I was playing at um, the Dragon Place. What's that over off 11th Street? Oh. The Dragon's Horde. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And we're, I'm there with like eight kids, and they're, every other table is taken up with all these seasoned gamers. <laughs> and like at one point, I'm just like, all right, let me get this straight. <laughs> so three of you want to rip the owlbear part and sell it piece by piece. And the other guy, the other three want to bury the body. And I look up and like all these gamers are staring at me. Like, what are these fucking kids doing? <laughs> it's like, yeah, well that's what that's the life. This, this is our future. Yeah, yeah, this you is know? what we got. This is what where it's going to all happen from. I feel like you got to be like more willing to yes and the kids D&D yeah. game of like times where you'd be like, well that's complicated for like adults to be like, all right. Whatever, yeah. We'll, we'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll just roll some shit about it. I'll tell <laughs> you, you the random yeah. My, let's, I don't let's know. Roll. My, my best DM sessions were always just monster of the week ones, just like the kids. Yeah, you know, fuck yeah. it. There's a fucking there's a vampire, and I always had like a stack of earth elementals and shit that if they got too easy, suddenly a bunch of crap would come in, and you know. D and D, come on, almond. At least, you, at least you don't have to like make your make your your plots too complicated. Yeah, you know you don't have to worry about. Well, it. the last game I ran, I basically said, "Imagine Earth, all right, <laughs> <laughs> but not like none of the political system. It's just Earth. Yeah, and we're starting in Spain, all right, and you've got a boat. So where do you want to go? Nice. <laughs> I I created this little sheet, this uh newspaper called the uh, oh my god, it's something about a clam. But it was great. Like, you could go up to England and fight giants. You could go to South America <laughs> and fight, like, you know, fucking, I don't know. It was all crazy shit. I mean, that's what most of my time in England was, is fighting giants. Yeah. That, that's, that's real, 
real problem there. <laughs> yeah. Coming down from Scandinavia. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was like Giants and Brexit, two biggest issues mm-hmm. while I was there. Um, okay, I think we ought to shift focus, though, because we, we've got, uh, we're running out of time, and I feel yeah, like we, we should do. have, uh, since we have your expertise here, a sports <laughs> corner. Oh, um, yeah, that's right. Because uh, Todd and I back in the day, and I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this, <laughs> but we were a power pitcher catcher combo. Yes. You in fact uh, said we were not going to talk about this before <laughs> we started recording. But but I do want to talk about for those of you in the podcast. You're not aware of that. I just yeah. want to point out. Yeah, this yeah. was this was stressed to me I before we started mention, recording. I didn't mention the name of the softball no. team. <laughs> I, uh, shall remain okay. nameless. Yeah, but well, again, I mean, you can't accuse me of spoiling the movie. I didn't say the name of the movie. <laughs> well, Chris and I, before the podcast started, mm-hmm. talked about how we had to watch twelve innings of the Royals, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> and I'll tell you what, I love I love the extra inning rules mm-hmm. because all those extra innings were exciting. You know what, what what it is for me? What I'm not used to is the like, holy shit, how are there people on base already? I know <laughs> the right? inning just started. It's I'm like, still getting used to that part yeah. of it, but I don't mind it. I'm just like what, it, what is, it throws what is, me off. What is that, I'm like, what is that? I turned away. Start, from... you, you have a guy that starts at second base. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And it just makes it crazy. Yeah. Every every extra inning is mm-hmm. fun. You can't just have an empty inning because there's that dude ready to go. Yeah. So like every fucking at bat, any hit, he's nice. gonna get it. And the thing is, is like. We loaded the bases and didn't score. Mm-hmm. Seattle loaded the bases and mm-hmm. didn't score. I mean, it was just like every inning was tense. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, was it you who said before the podcast that the Royals suck or their pitching? No, no. I said they're, they're pitching is uh, weak. Their pitching's not deep, certainly. Well, I think. They don't have a full five reliable starters. I feel like we got like three good starters and two guys, and I don't think their re- relief is Bubic. Bubic is not good. Yeah, he's just throwing batting practice. Like we there. Can, that's the thing we can win, but we're, we're fucking our offense is on is good. So I feel like that's the like we we're almost like struggle to win some of our games because. Yeah. We only have so much pitching to go around. So there's games where it's like we can hold them down yeah. to a few runs that we can overtake. And then there's times where we're just like in a fucking barn burner. Because well, yeah. We've been outscored. I, I, I unfortunately. And like, it's not like, I, I though part of me is like, if we're going to, because I feel like bad Royals years are always like, we can either, either our pitching is fucking good and we can't score runs. Or yeah. we can fucking score runs every game, but we only yeah. have so much pitching to go around. And I'm like, I prefer almost like if we're gonna lose sometimes, let's just lose scoring runs. Let's yeah. maybe let no, I get make it. Make these games interesting and fun. I get it. I mean, we've been, been, we've been, like we've been, we've been, one, we've been outscored like, by 23 runs this season, mm-hmm. and two of those, two of those games were 20 of those runs. Mm-hmm. So every other we had game, a couple, we had a couple real bad ones, like that yeah. seventeen to three, yeah. and then last night's game, yeah, you know that thirteen to seven game. Mm-hmm. So that's twenty runs right there. Why couldn't I have gone to that one? I went to a one to zero. Yeah, game. that's a rough yeah. one to go to yeah. too a lot. But once again, it's like I love going to a, a live game where it's just like runs, runs, yeah. runs. Yeah, that was in Seattle. Mm-hmm. That one, gotcha. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, but I thought that like. Granky pitched okay, uh, although they pulled him really early. They pulled him. I, I saw the game on last Tuesday, or yeah. sorry, Thursday uh, against the. Um, yeah, Twins. I thought they pulled him too yeah. early too. I thought it was weird. Yeah, yeah. He, he hadn't given up a lot. Of, I mean, he was giving yeah. up some hits, but they weren't. Is he recovering from something to, where he's on? I don't think so. I, I, I feel like yeah, it, 
I didn't notice them pulling him particularly early in, in other games. Uh, they yeah, pulled him, they pulled him in like the fifth or the sixth. I can't remember yeah. exactly, but I don't Especially know. Considering, what? I feel like are not very deep on relief. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're too deep on relief because we right. have the expanded rosters right now. Yeah, from, I just mean maybe like quality relief. Training. Yeah, I, I feel like. Well, I like I you know, you could probably pinpoint two or three. Well, Bubich is one of them. Bubich, our starter. Yeah. But other than that, there's just like Brents. I think is his name has just given up a ton of fucking runs. Yeah. I mean, you could really if you take out these guys. That are not, I mean, our fucking team looks great. Our pitching looks great up and down the board. All right. I think that Clark guy's good. That uh, Colin guy's good. Fucking Stalmont and, uh, Stalmont and, uh, God, I can't think of that other guy's name. Hernandez today goes toe to toe with last year's, you know, Cy Young Award yeah. winner. And, uh, that's almost even like, especially I feel like sometimes too, like we will fucking show up for a game, but every now and yeah. then someone's just like, if, if they're going to have a bad game, they're going to have a real bad game. Yeah, that's true. I, I have a theory and I, I, I guess, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> no, I think it's our fucking division, man. It, it's a, it's a rough division and it's just that like, doesn't help. Although we did just get swept by the Mariners, which doesn't I, help either. I'm making my case, and a couple of my friends are going to turn off the podcast at this point right now. It's but almost over anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we spend the whole offseason and spring training in Arizona, mm-hmm. right? And then we come and we travel to Minnesota, Cleveland, Detroit, Chicago to open our season. Even here in April. Can be Even here in <laughs> April, chilling. where there's nothing but wind, mm-hmm. rain, overcast yeah. fucking skies. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't. We, uh, the last time we got off to a great start in April was 2015. All right. Now, of course, that's the, the oh. year we won a fucking World Series. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you, in fact, the KC Star just wrote an article about how we get off to these bad starts every year, you yeah. know, and how fucking no one seems to care about the Royals right now. It's always rough, too, because I feel like. This fan base like really wants to come out at the beginning of the season, and then every season we start slow, and they're like, "Well, it's another yep. one of these years." Yep. And they all like I was I know it was an afternoon game, but I was a little bit shocked at the like sparseness of crowd around you guys. Was bonkers. oh my god, was oh, there like yeah. two thousand people at that game? It was it was weird because like uh, and to be it made me almost be like, "Oh shit, I would have gone if I'd known there was going to be like twenty people at that game." <laughs> I think I saw you. Yeah, to be fair, oh really? Yeah. To be fair, it probably showed literally everybody. <laughs> we, yeah. It was it was about a third full, but the one section we were in, I think a lot of schools had bought tickets, mm. and I think there must have been a school that didn't show up because mm. there was just a whole section. <laughs> but even like looking at like the spread yeah. of seats, like way past you, yeah. like every time it was like no, wow, it was it was there's it was like four sports. guys there, like six guys there. Yeah, it was definitely a, a not a well attended game. I uh, remember, I remember one time. Do I have time for this story? Do it. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm at a it's the game. First time you're on the podcast, we'll go late. I'm at a game with Almond and uh, my buddy Matt, and um, maybe someone else, Kenny or something like that. But this is back like two thousand, early two thousands, when we would lose one hundred and five to one hundred and ten games every year, right. and we would get those five dollar high V tickets, and we'd go sit right behind the plate, right. And it was like a hundred fucking degrees, Matt and. Uh, Almond were smoking a cigarette 
down in the concourse and listening to the game. And I'm just like spread out. I'm like the second row behind <laughs> the catcher. No one around me. I'm just spread out over fucking like five chairs, my feet over the. <laughs> and this, uh, they hit a foul ball and it comes and it lands in the aisle next to me. And I don't even get up. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, fuck this. I've been to like 18 games this year. It's like fucking, it's like 100 degrees. And I'm like, I'm not getting up for that ball. I do not need a ball. <laughs> yeah. Right? What are and do with this ball? So <laughs> apparently, Allman is there smoking a cigarette and listening to Denny on the broadcast going, and Denny's talking about this lazy motherfucker <laughs> right behind home plate who won't even get up to get the ball. And I guess him and Matt looked at each other and they were like, that's so <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that was a good way to close the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, we gave you what you come here to Double News for, you know, a, a, a banging sports podcast yeah. uh, with a little bit of a little bit of humor. You know a joke and you heard a good story. Yeah. I think we won. That's I think why we're one of the here. number one sports podcasts in Lawrence. Yeah, I, I, without a doubt. I think we're the only sports. No, there's there's a bunch of basketball ones. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, but here's the thing: they're they're covering the Royals. Nope. You come here for your Royals talk. Yeah. That's true. Double Deuce. This has been Double Deuce podcast. If you thought the intro sounded bad, this outro sounds even worse. Thank you for listening to the Double Deuce podcast. We'd love it if you wanted to get a hold of us and let us know what you thought. You can reach us at doubledeucepod at gmail dot com. Catch us on Twitter at doubledeucepod or Facebook Double Deuce podcast. Yeah, and also you should uh, subscribe and you should rate and review and things. I hear that's good stuff to do, and it makes us feel good. And on the inside. Yep, and the outside. Both. I was walking with a limp, and then Rob Schulte left us uh, a nice review one time, and then my leg was healed. I threw my crutches to the ground, and I was healed because of your love. Give me your love. I need to eat your love and grow strong. Double deuce. Good episode.